I'm back. Rodrians for the Matrix and Road Show. Well, we are going to talk about Halloween Ends. I have seen it. I've seen the ending twice. I actually went back and watched the last uh, 25 minutes again. This is going to be long-winded. Uh, this definitely will do well on the pod, probably, too. Uh, so if you're listening on the pod, make sure you subscribe. We cover, of course, politics, sports, and entertainment on this channel. I've got a ton of notes here for this. Um, look, this this movie, in my opinion, uh, we're just we're just gonna we're just gonna start here, and um, I am gonna do this more podcast style. But uh, the movie is a mess. I think, uh, personally speaking. Um, I will say this, it's got a very damn good last 25 minutes. It does. Um, but I think there were a lot of things that were not needed. I think they tried to do some things in this movie that um, sometimes directors and writers just get things into their head where they want to try things that are new or different. And a lot of times that just wrecks a movie. Okay. Uh, now, for full disclosure, a couple of my most hated films of all time are Friday the 13th, A New Beginning, and that is uh, a movie where Jason Voorhees is actually not the killer in the film, uh, but it is an ambulance driver that is getting revenge for the death of his son. And uh, Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, now I know that's got sort of a cult following, but no Michael Myers in that film, and so... Uh, for me, I, I've deleted it from the, um, my Rhodes personal archive of Halloween movies. To me, these movies are about the Strode family and Michael Myers, plain and simple. Um, I was worried about something coming out of, uh, Halloween when it came back in 2018. And I was vocal about the fact that I did not like the fact that they had scrapped so many previous films, including Halloween 2, which I actually consider to be uh, just an extension of Halloween 1. If I watch Halloween, I always watch Halloween 2. Um, to me, they're one big film, right? Uh, so I didn't love the fact that that got scratched. I didn't like the fact that they decided to ignore uh, the Jamie Lloyd arc uh, because I think Halloween 4 is a fantastic horror movie. Uh, I truly do. And, of course, Danielle Harris gave one of the best performances anybody has ever seen out of a child in that film. Well, man, where do I begin? This will have spoilers. I mean, massive spoilers. And um, so let's just, I've got plenty of notes for this mess. Okay, so we get a new guy in this film. His name is Corey, and it seems that the directors and the writers got it into their head, at least for a while, that they were going to try to set up some kind of an heir apparent situation with Michael Myers. Um, the film starts where this guy is babysitting a kid, not really sure if the kid accidentally died or didn't, or if it was intentional. Um, maybe it's supposed to be an accident and that's just sort of where things spiraled down for this guy. Um, I feel like that wasn't made abundantly clear. Maybe it was to some people. It just wasn't, wasn't for me. And of course, as you can expect in Haddonfield, um, 
this kid took a lot of ridicule for that, and it may have done something to him. Uh, but we found out that maybe like when he was in school, uh, he wasn't the most popular kid, that, that kind of thing. And, um, it, it just doesn't work for me. I, I it doesn't work. We kind of watch him go into this almost Joker like, um, descent into madness. Okay. It becomes clear. Um, number one, Michael Myers doesn't show up in this movie for quite some time. He doesn't. We find out uh, that Myers is alive. We've got a, um, four, uh, a three or four year gap in this film between this film and Halloween Kills. Uh, we finally discover that Michael Myers is alive. He's down in a sewer. Uh, he's been hiding down there, and I guess he's been actually dragging people down in there and killing them or something, or maybe he hasn't. I don't know. That is not even abundantly clear, okay? But this kid ends up killing a few people. He ends up becoming face-to-face with Michael Myers. Myers looks into his eyes and decides to let him live. Now, I I just got to tell you, that makes no sense to me whatsoever. Um, It doesn't. Now, did that come full circle later, and they sort of redeemed it? Yes, but it just didn't make sense uh, for me from the beginning, okay? Uh, We just watched him go on a massive rampage at the end of the previous film. And uh, now, one of the things on the previous film I didn't love was the fact that he came back and killed Lori's daughter in the house, and then now we find out somehow he got away. Right, They have since uh, bulldozed the Myers house. Why they didn't do that years earlier, I don't know, but that's neither here nor there. And it doesn't really affect affect the film any, but um, you get the point, okay? I'm like, really? Uh, it took y'all that long? Uh, so we find out that, that for whatever reason, Lori is now trying to live a normal life. Now, I find this... I find this odd, and the reason I find this odd is due to the fact that, look, Lori kind of lived in the manner that that we kind of expected her to live in, in a lot of ways, waiting on Michael and preparing for him, as we saw in the, the first film. Um, that was with him locked up, okay, in Smith's Grove. She knew where he was at, actually. Um but she always thought he would come back around. Now, here we are. They did not catch Michael. She assumes, or she thinks pretty heavily, I assume, that Michael is still alive. Okay, and at some point, will be coming back. But now, she's taking the opportunity to all of a sudden live normally, knowing he's out there. Okay? You would almost... And, and, and for me, I'm thinking... Why wouldn't you, you know, double down on the life of, you know, behind the gate and, and, and you know, shooting your guns and setting, setting new traps for him, all this sort of thing, knowing, knowing he's eventually coming back, right? Uh, but instead, she's not really drinking, it looks like. She does drink later towards the end, but... Um, I didn't really uh, understand that. I don't know if she's trying to live normal for her granddaughter now. Maybe that's it. Okay, but again, even that is not made real clear. Uh, Will Patton is in the film. I'm a huge Will Patton fan. 
but he's not in the movie enough for me. He's not. Um, man, I felt like the entire Corey plot took away from what we should have all been here for, and that's Michael and Lori, okay? Uh, sometimes I think uh, people will try to uh, stray from the formula, and it bites them in the ass, and it did here, like right? Let Michael have healed up in the sewer for four years, and then he comes back, and he unleashes hell on Haddonfield again. All right? Uh, am I looking for prototypical fashion here? I am. That's why I'm a fan of these movies. I'm looking for uh, him to come back and kill 20 people before we finally have a showdown. Okay? I'm not here for, let's have this new guy, Corey, who somehow Michael allows to take the mask from him, like his most prized possession, he's going to let this kid take the mask from him, and this Corey kid goes on a rampage. Well, I'm, I, look, I'm not here to watch Corey go on a rampage. I'm here to watch Michael Myers go on a rampage. Uh, so I feel like we were denied this. Now, look, I do think it's it's uh, valid to have Michael old. He is old, and he's uh, obviously been weakened by that that last big fight we saw from Halloween Kills. I think all of that makes sense. But um, I, I just do not see Michael Myers and his persona having let anybody he comes face-to-face -face with live, okay? Um, especially in this incarnation of brutal rampage that they've set up. Also, there were a couple of gore spots in this movie, but it didn't have nearly the gore that Halloween Kills did. And that was disappointing, okay? Uh, I am a big gore guy. I like gory horror movies. And um, this this was surprisingly uh, almost timid, in my opinion. It really was. Um, so... You know, again, I don't really understand Lori Strode just being sort of living normally. Obviously, she's still got some problems, uh, but I didn't understand that. Uh, one of the things that uh, was odd, too, and we have to be, be real here is, how did they not find Michael if he was that close? I'm just wondering. You, you're telling me that, you know, they've got dogs now that literally hunt people down based on their... They're sent, and you're telling me they could not find him in the sewer. They wouldn't have been a massive manhunt with 200 people involved, armed to the hilt. And we just didn't find him. Okay. Um, you know, I find that odd. If he would have been 30 miles out of town in some wooded sewer something, you know, out by a lake or, or 15 miles out of town, but you get my point. He's basically in town, but he's in the sewer. Now, maybe what they're trying to say there is that the scent from the sewer would have thrown dogs off. I don't know. Uh, but I just, it, that's hard to believe in this day and time for me. I know it's convenient horror movie plot armor. <laughs> you know, I do get that. Um, I do want to bring up there is a, what I think, personally speaking, is a wonderful scene.
between Will Patton and uh, Laurie Strode, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis in this movie. Um, there's a wonderful scene between the two in a in a grocery store. You know, from the time this started, I was kind of rooting for these two to hook up. And as we would see at the very end, they did, in fact, fact hook up. Or it looks like they're heading down that path. And that's good. Like I said, the last 25 minutes of this movie is very damn good. It is. Um, and, you know, they, they, they try to redeem themselves for some things, okay? Um, you know... It, it was just odd. Why did why did Michael choose to drag Corey down into the sewer to begin with? I don't understand that. Uh, why is this random homeless guy living 50 yards from, you know, 50 feet, 50 yards, whatever, living that close to where Michael is, and he's alive? I, I mean, that's sort of no rhyme or reason for me right there. Okay, now Corey, he goes into a descent, and then he goes on a Michael-like rampage, having um, Michael Myers' mask that he takes away from Michael. Doesn't make sense. It just doesn't. Um, I mean, it's like, for a while, Michael Myers adopts this kid as the heir apparent, but why? He saw something in his eye that led him to believe he reminded him of him? At his old age, I I hate this, okay? I hate the let's try to pass this on to somebody new. For And, and luckily, they tied up that end. I get it. But uh, so we knew that's not what was going to happen, thank God. But the point is, you wasted a lot of audience time. Okay, all these kills that Corey made, in my opinion, should have all been Michael's kills. All right, if you literally took this film and took Corey out of it or just made Corey a, a, another character, the love interest of, of Laurie Strode's granddaughter, I'm fine, okay? All right, I understood that they were starting to connect in this and that and the other. Um that whole opening with the babysitter and the kid, that should have been Michael's return, okay? That entire scene should have been Michael's return, killing the parents and all that. And But instead, they sort of wasted our time, in my opinion, with all this, and they wasted Michael's kills. They took those kills from him, gave him to, gave him to Corey, and I don't care about Corey, okay? I don't know Corey. He hasn't been in these other two films. And so you try to introduce a character and then and then spin him up into a Michael Myers descent real fast. And people sit down and watch these films to see Michael Myers. Not Corey. Okay? Not Corey. Um, some people may hate that from me on this. But it killed this movie for me in large part. Because, again, these are these films are about Myers and about Lori. Okay, now, uh, so you're talking, we get all the way to the hour and 24-minute mark because I watched this film on Peacock. So I went back. I wanted to see when this movie started feeling like a real Halloween movie. 
and it was a it was an hour and fifty minute film, and it didn't business didn't pick up as Jim Ross would say until the uh, hour and twenty four minute mark when Michael Myers has followed Corey to the new Strode home, and he luckily in this. I'm going to tell you, if they hadn't done this and they let Corey live, I would absolutely obliterate this movie Last Jedi style. I would. Uh, But luckily, Myers looks into Corey's eyes and then he snaps his neck. Good. You're dead. We're not passing this shit on to nobody. Okay, so they stopped that. All right? They, They stopped that because I didn't... Look, I'm sorry, they could come up with, you know, Halloween ends again or try to reboot it and Corey be alive and Corey have the new Michael Myers persona and mask, and I'm not interested in that in one iota. Let Corey go get his own franchise, okay? Uh, You get my point there that I'm trying to make. Again, people show up for Laurie Strode and Michael Myers or the Strode family and Michael Myers. Uh, so, uh, Michael does end that, thank God, and we don't have to worry about that being an ongoing thing in future films. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, yeah, but is the granddaughter going to, is it going to pass on to the granddaughter? And then they're going to think we care about seeing her go on killing sprees, and I don't. So, we tied that up, right? And uh, I just had to do an edit because I, I got a phone call in here, but... Um, so you get the point. He ultimately kills him, and it's this is an odd film, okay? It's a tale of two films for me. Uh, excellent last 25 minutes. Excellent, okay? Corey comes in, a uh, little meltdown, like he's going to kill Laurie Strode. Um, Michael ultimately does him in. Laurie's sitting in the house. She realizes... Somebody else is in the house all of a sudden. And, you know, Lori's not dumb at that point. Lori, Lori knows immediately Michael Myers is back, okay? So she goes into um, self-preservation mode, right? And we get a little maybe two-minute cat and mouse. She's hiding in the closet uh, kind of thing or in the pantry. Michael comes in, and uh, she had set a distraction for him in the microwave and the microwave went off when he turned she bum rushes him out of there um and michael myers and laurie strode have about a five minute tussle kind of thing uh where there's knives involved in this this that and the other and um you know i'm sure you're thinking well he couldn't overpower her pretty easy look there's there's two things that's pretty obvious here uh, that last battle at the end of Halloween Kills really effed Michael up. And I appreciate the fact that they showed that, that you could tell he is broken and beaten, and he's old. Okay? So, uh, in other words, it, it makes the fight a little more even. Okay? Because, you know, they talk about like, you know, oh, a quarterback is 100% going into this game. Well, in sports terms, Michael was in, in this at like 62%, okay, or 70%. I like that, okay? It makes sense. It does. 
Uh, so him and her get into a tussle. Ultimately, she takes a knife. She drives his hand into uh, uh, the counter, uh, uh, the the kitchen bar behind the, the kitchen, in front of the kitchen sink in the counters. And she has one hand trapped. She gets the other hand also with a knife into the counter. So he's he's trapped. She turns a refrigerator over on top of one of his legs. He's pinned down. Michael is going nowhere, especially in his state. Okay. Uh, she says a little something to him. I can't remember exactly what it was. And then she slices his throat to let him die and bleed out. Um, I guess Michael, in a rush of adrenaline, literally pulls his hand out from the knife, splitting his hand in two, but he grabs her by the throat. And at that point, Laurie Strode has has come to grips that this is it. Okay, this is this is the finale. Um I'm going to I'm going to just going to let this happen. So she tells Michael just do it. Okay? Because he's dying. I mean, he he's not surviving the throat slash. Blood is coming out and um so about that time granddaughter shows up again because she heard that there was a a distress call. Uh, from Will Patton, he's going to in Laurie Strode's house. We got a suicide call. She turns around, goes back to the house, walks in, finds her grandmother being choked by Michael Myers, but Michael Myers is pinned down. And, of course, she has the assist, and they get him pinned back down. That is when Laurie Strode takes the knife and slices his wrist, and now he is really bleeding out. He's dead. Michael Myers is dying. Um... And there he is. That's what happens with Michael Myers. That's his demise. He's in the kitchen, pinned down, and he bleeds out. He literally bleeds out. Um, so Michael Myers is not supernatural or, um, you know, supernatural or, or he's not going to survive. He's not Jason Voorhees zombie style. He's not Michael Myers and some of the incarnations we got previously in some of the other movies. Um, he's a real person and he is dead. Okay, now, when Will Patton and the cops show up, he walks in the kitchen. She looks at him and says, Michael is dead. Now, we saw in Halloween Kills, and I, I really loved that part of the movie, was that Will Patton had a definite connection with Michael Myers, and you guys have all seen that. So, Will Patton takes it upon himself. We're taking Michael, we're taking his body, we're going to strap it to the top of the police car and that tonight this town will heal and know Michael Myers is forever gone. It's over. They strap him to the top of the car and he's getting ready to leave. A couple of cops show up and say, dude, you can't do this. Okay, you can't do this. You can't just drive off with a body and do whatever you want with it. And about that time, uh, the head law enforcement agent, the black guy from the previous film, uh, shows up. He gets out, and he hears what the guy says, and he looks at him, and he says, tonight, this is what we're doing. So they literally drive Michael through Haddonfield on display for the citizens to see Michael Myers is dead. I really like this part. I did. Um, they drive him out to 
uh, the <laughs> there must have been only one like scrapyard slash mechanic shop in town in Haddonfield because we end up back at the mechanic shop where Corey worked. <laughs> we end up back there again. Uh, but this time they're going to drop his body into a grinder. And they did just that. Michael Myers is absolutely dead. He got shredded, crushed into nothing. Okay. Just a bunch of blood gristle. Um, now, so it's over right there. It's over. So oddly enough, I mean, I got like for the first hour and 24 minutes of this film, you know, I've got this movie at like a, a one or two out of 10. Okay. That's how much I'm pissed off about this error. Apparent Corey wasting my time subplot. I'm pissed about that. And then I get an ending. That's like a, a nine out of 10. It's like, what do you do with that? Exactly. You know, it's, it's hard to find flaws in the ending. It's borderline 10 out of 10 for me the last 25 minutes. So ultimately I end up with a, me- a mediocre film, a middle of the road Halloween film. The ending movie of this new Halloween trilogy that ends Jamie Lee Curtis. She will not be back. I just don't believe it. She is done. We get her back and we end with a movie that's a five out of 10 for me, a middle of the road film because the first hour and 24 minutes pissed me off that much right um it's crazy because you could have put him in the sewer you could have let him healed up you could have brought him back you know just prototypical halloween style just let him he's healed up enough that he's gonna come out okay he's gonna come out of hiding he's gonna start he's gonna go on a a halloween rampage through haddonfield and then we end up where we got at the hour and 24-minute 20, mark. And that did not happen, okay? Uh, instead, they do the whole air parent thing. They wasted my time with that. And it hurt this movie so badly for me. It really did. Um, I just, you know, I don't like it when they try to stray from formula in these movies okay you know it's i could see a film that critics ultimately like probably um but not me not me all right um five out of ten it's it's rewatchable it'll be rewatchable over 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 time um but i really like the last film i've grown to really like the Halloween film from 2018, which I initially didn't like that much. Okay. Maybe this film grows on me. I don't know how. Again, I show up for Michael Myers and I get somebody else doing the killing primarily through the movie. I hated it. I hate that crap. Um, quit trying, quit trying Hollywood directors, writers, Quit trying to outthink the room. Give people what they want. They want Michael Myers on a rampage that ultimately ends up with a face-to-face in a finale with Laurie Strode. That's simple. Okay. Um, it's odd because if you 
took the the killing and everything away from Corey and just let it be Michael stalking through people. Man, I got to tell you, this film would be like a 9 out of 10 for me. I would be like, this is one of the best Halloween films we've ever seen. And um, because they didn't do that, it, it, it hurt the film a lot for me. It truly did. Um, it's everything to me. You know, I just like just like a new beginning with Friday the 13th, I show up for Jason Voorhees, not for the ambulance driver that's posing as Jason Voorhees. Roy was his name. Now, come to think of it, I think. Uh, so, anyway, you guys know uh, I, I owned a horror movie website for like a decade, and it got to be pretty big. You know, I, I love horror movies. I covered them. The slasher movies are my jam. I don't love supernatural horror. I don't. Uh, but slasher films, I absolutely adore. And um, so hopefully, maybe, somehow, this ages better for me. So uh, there I am. That's what I've got on this. Um, the movie has bright spots. The movie has a fantastic ending. Um, but there's a lot of unnecessary crap. There's a lot of unnecessary plot. There's a lot of plot I just don't want to see. Okay? The, the story taken in a direction I don't want to see. It's crazy. It's crazy. So, ultimately, we end up with a 5 out of 10 movie. A a middle-of-the-road film. I can't can't give it anything any higher than that because too much of the movie pissed me off, right? So, I, I just, I don't know Corey. You know, I'm not here for Corey. I'm here for Michael Myers. You know, if they're going to have Corey and Michael come face to face, Michael needs to snap his neck. That's I, I, I just where I'm at. Make sure you hit subscribe. Peace. I'm out. Till next time.